Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, the minimum, the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure it out. All right, here we go. Another version, another episode of Don't Be an Idiot. My name is Jake. We're here with Caleb. Uh, we have another episode here talking about something, Caleb, that, I mean, we were absolute athletes in high school, weren't we? Mm, like, yeah. if we're talking it's about sports, like, uh, I think I rode the bench at every sport I ever played. Mm. So, uh, I, I really only ever played one sport. Yeah, but it's homeschool soccer, so I don't really think that counts either. <laughs> so, Ouch, man. So, uh, Coming we, after we do. We want to talk about sports. We want to talk about the benefit. Uh, as a youth pastor, sometimes yeah. sports is like the bane of my existence because yes. I feel like I'm in the battle with coaches more often. Uh, I had a coach this year come <laughs> to my office and ask me to ask a kid not to come to church, le- legitimately, so that he could focus on his golf game. Uh that falls within the idiot standpoint. Oh, that so, would be, uh, yeah. Like, be what you so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So what, what do we got for today? Yeah, well, we actually, because of our incredible expertise and success on the athletic field, we thought we'd bring in two actual athletes, actual, athletes, actual yeah. real athletes, uh, former D1 football player, Dylan Roberts or D Rob, and then a three sport college athlete, High school state champion. High school state, yeah, but like they all let's pump their tires. Well, here let's let them pump their tires a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) Get your tires pumped. So uh, we'll start with Dylan. Tell us about like uh, your athletic career. Yeah, so D one athlete. That's that's kind of an overstatement. Um, Were you or were you not? On a D1 football team. Yes. Okay. So Period. But Dude, that's I've, got, I've got a story that's even better. It's kind of one of those idiot ones. I'm going to tell you Good. about my career as a player. So it starts in sixth grade. Everybody loves this story. Knowing me now. <laughs> uh, I was playing little kid football. It was tackle. And uh, my, it was my first practice. It was tryouts. And uh, I was a little chubby kid. And I had sports Asthma. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm, you know what I'm there's, saying? There's, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There's no, people I, with I, legit I, sports asthma. No, sports asthma. Tell me a little Dylan with but, sports yeah, asthma. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had an inhaler. <laughs> okay. Why are we laughing no, about No, no. hey, why? <laughs> so, you know, they, we get to the first practice and, and uh, we do bear crawls. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like, I, it was so hard. And I was like, oh, no. So they give us a water break. And I just struggled through this. And those poor coaches are probably like, man, I do not want this kid on my team. <laughs> well, I helped him out. You're at tryouts. I helped him out. I helped him out. I went back behind the dumpster. I said, Mom, <laughs> so get my inhaler. Get the car. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't she belong here. Too, man. You're not that guy. I just went behind the dumpster and I was gone. Like, they were probably like, oh, thank oh, you. They, they still don't know where you went. No, they don't. <laughs> they, they don't even know who I am. Okay. No. All right. So from there. Yes. Okay. So it gets better. I quit. I was done. Football wasn't for me. Okay. This is <laughs> great. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Was your mom like hanging out behind the dumpster? Oh, like, she was hanging out there. She was like, I got, embarrassed. I got you. I got you. Oh, you know, I no. thought she was no, hiding. Like, I got my baby. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, she, leave. she got me out of there. Yeah. She got me out of there. Uh, no, I ended up going back the next year a little, a little better. But then I moved down to Pleasanton, local school here, 1A, small school, and, uh, you know, played the four years there. I think my junior year is when I started realizing. I was like, you know what, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to do this in college. Hmm. Of course, in a one A school, you're six one, two hundred eighty five pounds. You're bigger than everybody. 
So you kind of you throw everybody around. You think you're mm. big stuff, and you can do it. But yeah, I uh, didn't get recruited by anybody really out of high school. Just Fort Scott mm. um, Community College and and uh, Coffeyville Community College as well. But um, ended up going to Fort Scott and uh, played two years there. Um, it turned out really well for me. Uh, and then got recruited at KU. Went there for a Kansas year. Kansas University. Yeah, that's the D one. Yeah, Rock University of Kansas. Chalk. It's a university. Yeah, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Um, up there, um, Charlie Weiss is my uh, coach up there. A lot of guys know Tim Grunhard and love him from around here. He was a nine-time Pro Bowler for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was my offensive line coach. So mm. I got to I got to be under a lot of cool coaches and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is cool. I got knocked out um, of the game by seventh concussion. So um, pretty much into my in my it was some weird inner ear concussion and. Uh, had a lot of side effects, and they basically were like, "Yeah, you should never play again." Like, it's not a real tough decision, but uh, it was the asthma, wasn't it? That's uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really there. <laughs> Somehow no. you snuck it in, you know. Yeah, so uh, uh, from there, you know, I, I left the game um, and started coaching a couple years later uh, at a big high school in Kansas City, five A school, and then coached there for a year, and then moved to Pleasanton, started coaching. There for a couple of years, had a couple of good seasons, um, then stepped away from it for a little bit, and now I'm um, back to coaching again here locally for yeah. one A school. Yeah, cool, great. Way longer story than mine would be. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to make it quick. <laughs> I, just to highlight where I'm where I'm from, I, maybe it wasn't a thing. Like when I first moved here, community college football. That, that's not a thing where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And so I thought mm. people were joking legitimately. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so if you're sitting here, like he went to community college, like it's a legit a thing. And Fort Scott was really good too. They like, they're a known powerhouse in that league. Right. In the Jayhawk conference. Now the year before we were playing in the national championship against Cam Newton. Yeah. So in just Pittsburgh, yeah. big names there that are, anyway, it, mm-hmm. it's a legit yeah. thing. Yeah, I had no, to be convinced <laughs> that it was yeah. a legit thing. Yeah. So, but uh, then to go to KU. So, all right, Shayla. Yeah, nothing that incredible, but <laughs> uh, except for playing three sports. Yeah, but like we said, cross country track, they just kind of go together. Um, yeah, yeah. Just grew up here, ran, played basketball at Jay Hucklin, then couldn't decide basketball was kind of the love of my life and couldn't mm. give that up. Although I probably should have given that up and just gone to a bigger school to run. I think I might have been a little bit better to just mm. focus on that. But you're 17, making that decision, so. I ended up at Mid America Nazarene doing all three for a couple of years and then quit basketball just to focus on running. Um, yeah, that's, she that's just what I did. Blew by her state championship like it wasn't a thing. <laughs> so, uh, what, what, you know, senior Good. year, senior junior year. Okay, what was it in? 800. 800. What was your time? Not my best, 222 that year. Um, but that was the tire pump. Yeah, state champion, but it wasn't yeah, my best. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, I've, done, I've done better. <laughs> yeah, we were waiting for it. Yeah, I <laughs> so. like it. Well, cool. Uh, I was never a state champ, so I don't. Yeah. Well, going back, so awesome. since that time, so since you graduated, yeah. well, what have you been doing, uh, sports related? I moved overseas right after college and taught. So, um, international schools, I mean, really big ones, might have good athletic programs, but we didn't. But it was <laughs> kind of fun to just. There wasn't pressure, you know, like there yeah. aren't parents in your ears. It this wasn't the most important thing for kids. Right. They just played their seasons and pretty basic most of the time so just trying to teach them fundamentals and mm-hmm. have fun with it of what of what sports 
Oh, well, soccer, sort of, just because <laughs> we needed a coach out there. Um, and they're like, hey, you're athletic. You clearly I coach, coach, I coach soccer. upward <laughs> soccer. I mean, I, I get it. Upward yeah. soccer, you know, um, overseas soccer. <laughs> Volleyball, basketball, tried to start a cross-country program, sort of. It's just yeah. not. It's just different overseas, but. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of coach most of the major sports. Yeah. And then moved back here and ended up staying and coaching basketball, cross-country track here. Yeah, yeah. State, state state you just got back from the state meet. State meet. Yeah, so mm-hmm. this is the time she gets to kind of reset a little bit, settle a little down. Bit. Yeah, where yeah. she's going to camp with us, and she's, yeah. she's, <laughs> she stays busy. So, uh, so athletes in high school into college. Uh, what what about the shift from player to coach? Like, what what were some of the big changes there? Like, okay, you know, is winning the same, losing the same? Like, how did it feel? Your responsibilities start here, Shayla. Like. What were one of some of the major shifts for you? It's way more nerve-wracking as a coach because <laughs> you can't actually do anything about it. Mm. You know, g- games on the line, all you can do is stand on the sideline and tell them what you want them to do. But, I mean, high school they girls do it. basketball, yeah. they're not going to do it. So, <laughs> I, yeah. Just straight, no, they're not doing it. Um, it's, yeah, it's just way more nerve-wracking, I think. For me, there, I probably put more pressure on myself as a coach just because I'm more worried about what everybody – else is thinking which isn't a good thing but you're, you're more worried as a coach about what everybody else is thinking than you were as a player yeah that's fascinating yeah i think so yeah just because mm-hmm. everybody everybody has an opinion everybody would do it differently everybody would change this or that hmm. but mm. they're not in that position so now is that different from like basketball to say track even a little bit um i think there's still some I, you know, we might do things a little differently in yeah. even different events and mm. track, but you think other people have opinions about the coach as <laughs> sitting in the stands. Yeah, yeah. For real. So that's hard. Um, I don't know. It's kind of cool to invest in kids though, and try to get them to, I, I want them to be at their best, hmm. but they don't always care. Their, yeah. their goals and motivations aren't always the same as mine. So trying to balance that and match those is a challenge. At some level mm-hmm. coaching is just pulling out. Uh, of a kid, what you think that they're capable of, right? Like trying to get them to at a level. Yeah. Yeah. Something that goes with that is like every kid, you learn that every kid's different too. Like they take motivation different or mm-hmm. they're uh, motivated differently. Like yeah. so, like in junior college and in football, a lot of those kids that were there, they were motivated a lot different than I would have been. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting yelled at and demeaned and stuff like that wasn't, wasn't, uh, not a motivator. Motivator yeah. for me, but might have been. For yeah. a lot of the other kids, and so like you learning your athletes individually was yeah. was something huge that I got from from that that yeah. experience. But as far as winning and and stuff like I've never wanted to win a game so bad coaching as I did playing. I say that right. You so want to like, win? I want to win as more coach. as a coach. Oh, uh, as a, as a by coach, far, really? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, by far, yeah. for the most than part, than I ever did as a player. You that's know. terrifying for me because as a player, like winning yeah, made or yeah. broke my day, yeah. like yeah. day, week, like, yeah. It, it, and I was clearly not the athlete you guys are. So the, yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. But the individual uh, players, that's that's going to be challenging because uh, football track, uh, basketball is a little bit smaller, but uh, both of those have a ton of people in it. And so how do you manage like learning all of those different personalities and different uh, motivation styles. I think just spending time with them and being super intentional, you know, mm. every minute you're with them, 
you're just watching them and learning what they respond to, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you can. Yeah. And I try the relationships important to me, so trying to build that, and then um, I would say for me sometimes it's hard with the boys, like to figure yeah. them out a little bit more because I'm not a teenage boy and I've never <laughs> been a teenage boy. Um, what? <laughs> They're pretty simple creatures, <laughs> <laughs> but. Sometimes I forget even, like, they need encouragement and they mm-hmm. need to hear that you're mm-hmm. proud of them. Even when I think, oh, they're tough kids and yeah. they don't really mm-hmm. need that, like, I forget that they do. Mm-hmm. So that's the lesson I've really tried to pick up this year. To encourage them. Yeah, that, that's so many people, if you ask, like, who are the most significant people in your life, they're going to point to a coach. Mm-hmm. Like, teachers, coaches, pastors, parents, like, they're all up there. Uh, and, Jayla, you do both teaching and coaching. And this year at the high school graduation where you coach, uh, one of the valedictorians, they, I don't know if they quoted you or they, they, they kind of, which, you know, which was a quote from my coach, which is just kind of cool. Two levels that's deep. Yeah. That's really, really cool. What was the quote? It was a fun one. Oh, like quit feeling sorry for yourself. Like yeah. Suck it up. Basically quit feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> Classic coach material. Oh, right. <laughs> the flag that I just sent Dylan is, uh, uh nobody cares. Work harder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a classic coach thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's good. So, not only you guys are athletes and yes. coaches, you're players, uh, but you both are on Team Jesus. As you know, <laughs> you're both Christians, Jesus <laughs> yeah. followers, uh, who are re- uh, taking your faith seriously. So, talk to me a little bit about talk to us about your faith in high school. Like, how did sports help or hinder your faith in high school? And then we'll come back to as a coach, as an adult. Yeah. Um, but in high school, talk to us about your faith in high school. I don't know that I would have survived without sports just Mm. because I was pretty shy, introverted, um, Hmm. and that was what I was good at. And I don't know what I would have done without them. Like we, we knock them all the time. I feel like we knock sports and it was never in my mind a, I'm going to choose sports. I'm going to choose Jesus. Like, of course it would, it went together and we were like, my family was able, we played summer ball. We, I ran summer track it was, again, never we're choosing this over church or over yeah. God. We'd walk into a random church on every mm. week and we'd be playing. Um, yeah, I just, I think God gave me that. And without it, no, that's good. I would have been, I don't know. I don't know where I would have been because that's where what he gave me to be good at, if that makes sense. Yep. And just trying to honor him through that and and Well, knowing your family too. Like to, to hear that they, they knew that there had to be a balance between the faith in your family and your sports. They wanted you to have both. So uh, mm-hmm. your dad was a deacon in our church, still is an act, in an active role. Uh, your mom, you know, serves, you, you serve, you know, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wasn't a hindrance. No, it was not at a, all. It was God, you know, I'm still using, trying to use that as an outreach to influence kids and share Jesus with them. So I don't think it has to be either or. It never was for me. And, you know, people are gifted in different things. Yeah. And I'm thankful that he gave me something that for a while I could be good at. Yeah, well, but the, but then translated, that gave you, uh, th- that gifting has translated to knowledge, which now is a platform for you building relationships. And we'll get into that here in a second. But like that, those skills you developed have tangible results, even though the, the physical aspect of participating in the sport is maybe done and over with the knowledge that you gain from doing all that is still is still giving you a broader base of influence. And that's fascinating to think about. Um, the long-term ramifications for 
what you did back then. Like you would have never, I assume never been thinking like, Hey, in 10, 20, 30 years, you're that forward thinking. Yeah. I'm going to be using this to reach dozens and dozens of kids every year with the love of Jesus. Like that's, yeah. that's amazing. Um, that's cool. That's yeah. What about you, Dylan? Yeah, I'm going to be the opposite. I uh, got my full identity in football. Mm. Um, I, no, I was a Christian. I was part of my youth group and all that. <clears throat> it kind of fell apart. Um, but, you know, we still went to church every Sunday, and I didn't, like, lose my faith or anything. Mm-hmm. I just didn't take it serious. So it was it was all football from my junior till um, after I was done playing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was it. So um, I don't remember too much in high school, uh, obviously, concussions. <laughs> All right, that was a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seven, I mean, at some point, seven concussions, They're you like, take Did you really count? Yeah, so. Um, it's probably nine. You forgot yeah, the number. It's probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Gosh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, no. In, in college, I remember thinking, like, you know, I this is who I am. This is who people know me for. So mm. if this doesn't work out, like, how am I going to tell people that I'm done playing football? I remember thinking that, like, mm. what are people going to think, you know? Um, so. That yeah, I I didn't like I didn't deconstruct I didn't I didn't uh, lose my faith in God or anything like that I just didn't take it serious I just ca- completely um, said you know I'm focused on football you know and when you get to, when I got, when I got to KU for fall camp we got a book um, the size of the biggest binder you can think of plays so mm. you're you're thinking right there like my whole future depends on me learning this book. I don't. I'm not gonna be able to do anything. That's that's all you're thinking about is being hmm. the best athlete you can be. Yeah. Um, because if you don't make it, you're, you know, who are you? Hmm. So, um, I, but I really think that helps me now because I can see kids that do that in high school is they only find their identity and how good they are in sports, hmm. and I can notice that. And it's like, dude, don't don't do that. You hmm. know, and I can and I can tell them that. Like, you know, I can tell them as a team, like that's not not that's not a place you want to be. So, so before we get around to you guys as coaching, I, I think it'd be really, what was your emotional, spiritual, even physical, I guess, uh, response to when your career ended, your athletic career? Uh, Shayla, did you try and, Dylan, you kind of had an abrupt, like, hey, you're done. Um, Shayla, yours, was it just like, hey, I'm graduating college and that's it? There's, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was fine. Okay, I, I mean, it's like running, I keep. Still running, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those sports that's kind of cool. You can, you don't have to be an elite level to keep doing things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just was there ever a moment you're like, I'm gonna try to do this after college? Like no. I'm gonna join a running team, or no? no. Gotcha. So, so, but just uh, as that, did was there withdrawal? Were you like, who am I now? Uh, yeah, for me, yeah. I mean, mine ended. So at least I had a reason. I thought to myself, so I don't mm-hmm. have to go to somebody and be like, oh. I'm done, and get, get you get it right. Like college football is not necessarily fun. I mean, you have fun <laughs> times, but yeah. it's a mm-hmm. job, and like right. you are expected to perform. So it's stressful, you know. Mm-hmm. So being done that that stress, it was really nice, and then like having a reason, like it seemed cowardly, but it's like, oh, well, at least no. I have a reason. No, it's that, a big deal. You know, I can yeah. tell people that I'm done, so I don't have to be like, you know. So yeah, it, it was tough. It was if tough anything, you're quitting because you went too hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounds I'm like. Too yeah. Much of a man. yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was tough. Yeah, you guys both work in in the youth group here with us uh, and are in small group leader positions where you kind of it's an extension of our what you're already doing, coaching and relationships. So when you look at 
I mean, let's just say teenagers today, you guys work with teenagers. Like, how can a Christian teenager, one who's like, I mean, I'm, I'm sold out for my faith, balance the, hey, mm-hmm. I'm good at sports, you know, or I, I think I have a future in this, or I think this might pay for a degree so that I can go to get a job. Like, how, how has it done well? Have you noticed that it's done not well? Like, wh- how does that balance found? What would you say to a teenager? Got something? I mean, I think it's just like anything else in life, you have to stay in the word and you have to make sure that you're setting mm-hmm. aside time daily to be in your Bible and spend time with God. And yeah. I mean, if you're doing that, I think he'll open doors and show you what you, you should be doing. I mean, is yeah. that the cliche church answer? But <laughs> It's a cliche because it's true. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what, for, whether like my small group girls there in sports are not like just trying to hit, you should be in the word every day. Yeah. Like it's not your identity, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You got anything? Yeah. Can you, uh, and to re, to restate it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, my sports asthma makes me forget too sometimes. <laughs> so I, I got it's, two, it's I got two you. reasons now asthma and concussions. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> no, just like when you see teenagers now, you, you both work with teenagers at a high level. Uh, like how would you advise them to like, Hey, to, to balance their faith, you know, because they're sold out for, for their faith, but also they're, they're good at what they're doing. They have the potential. To, to take the next step to pay for their degree, something like that. Like, how would you advise them to balance, make that balance? Uh, you know, they got they got to be in tune with themselves. You know what I mean? Uh, they everybody right now. It seems like is saying, play this sport, do this next sport, do the sport after that, and then spend your whole summer playing sports and go to this, go to that, go to this. They don't get any time to slow down. And like, mm. we we don't spend enough time. Um, thinking about these kids mentally and emotionally mm. we do and just their ability in sports. So I think just um, as a, as a coach or a mentor, just being like, Hey, I asked my, my kids in weights, like you need to communicate. You need to tell me how you are mentally. Mm. Like tell me if you're tired, if you're emotionally not right, if something's going on at home, if you feel comfortable, like tell me, you know, mm. cause I know you guys are going through a lot. So I think just telling them to stay in tune with themselves. I mean, yeah. obviously we tell them to be in the word all the time. And ha- you know that sports will end. I get to I can say that confidently. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it, it will end. And then we just listen to Adam LaRoche. Yeah, sat here and tell us like he was at the highest high, and then he played with all these dudes that they had nothing. Wayne Simeon was my chapel guy at mm-hmm. KU, mm-hmm. and he has a similar story of everybody sees the championship, but what mm-hmm. they don't see is me in the room crying at, right after. So is it done? Yeah, I mean, and so and there's no there's no you know they're left empty. So. Yeah. So what? I mean, so build, building a life, uh, I hear you guys both kind of saying that that's bigger than just sports, that your identity is bigger than just sports. That's mm-hmm. something, uh, Dylan, you've specifically addressed. But so what are some of the the values of competing in sports? Now that you've got the gift of hindsight, looking back, like you, would you do it all again in the same way? And what are the the values that you're like, this is sports taught me this or gave me this? Yeah, Shayla, you talked about, like, you thought you found that your parents helped you find the balance. You had a good balance. Like, looking back, what are those things for you that you're like, I man? I mean, I think I got confidence from it because I wouldn't have been, had I not done sports, I don't know what I would have had confidence in. Mm. Um, I think it builds discipline in your life. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, mm. we're asking you to show up every day get to give your all. You know, yeah, we're checking in with you and making sure, but you, it. so many kids... Well, just go home and do nothing or mm. that's, that would be the goal to make sure they're not doing that. Cause 
you need something to do. You need people to be around as a, you know, a family like college. I would have struggled in college had I not had a team. Just it gave me instant friends, even mm. if they're not always who you choose. But <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Gave, it gave me instant friends. And I, with my personality, I needed that. Mm. So definitely helped there. Um, I feel like I had a ton of answers and now I'm blanking. No, I, I, but, sports kept no, me out of trouble too. Uh, like it's kind of what you were hinting at. Yeah. Specifically, I didn't grow up in small town. Like I, I didn't, I was in a much larger community. Like uh, <laughs> she, uh, Shayla, before we were uh, recording, uh, said a dual sport. And it was really funny because for where I grew up, dual sport meant you played two. You were the top athlete around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so. If you were a dual sport athlete, that meant you played like basketball and football, and you were a freak athlete. Like you were really good. Uh, you were referencing it to the situation where you're playing two sports at the same time. Yeah. Which uh, small schools? Yeah. So small schools, just in smaller schools, that means smaller areas, lower population. They, like, there's more trouble. At more trouble different types of trouble you can get in. Uh, so sports of just keeping you involved in doing mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. uh, that that's a fascinating benefit that I'll have to think through just with raising my own children is the value of keeping them involved in, in doing something. Uh, the, another one that she said was discipline. I love that, that, that you're showing up and you're committing. You, you have to keep showing up every day. Uh, yeah. That's a great and, one. And I always want to parallel running to like the mental aspect of running. Oh man. Which <laughs> isn't just a running thing, but like mm -hmm. it's, it's so hard that you have to stay in it mentally and you, yeah. you're fighting through, like you're basically fighting yourself. Yes. The entire time. You're, you're running and competing against yourself because you're seeing how far yeah. you can push. And I think it's really, really good for kids who maybe even struggle mentally or depression or those things mm -hmm. because you have to push through it. And I try to, try to hit that with some of them. I think it's good for them. I've got a story about you, that. Shayla. That's positive. <laughs> so it's not an idiot story about that. That same thing. I was at a cross country meet where Shayla had girls running and one comes stumbling and crying across the finish line. And you can already probably think of who it was. And you were like, you did it. Like you thought you couldn't do it. And you did it. I mean, you were <laughs> like, why are you crying? <laughs> I, mean, so I just, it was very much of like, like suck it up a little bit here. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Uh, but you were teaching kids discipline. Like they That's thought they good. couldn't do it. It was a big deal. So, yeah, I, I agree. Like the discipline. Uh, I mean, and and the little things that you teach them to, to be disciplined. In, I mean, the foot behind the line. The, you know, holding them accountable to something because some of those kids aren't held accountable mm. in their lives at all whatsoever, and uh, they don't have to answer to anybody and do anything. But when they come there, they have to. You know, and they feel like they can't quit a lot of the times because they have their peers around too mm. which is really good but but yeah just um I, I was thinking my junior college days like or college period in football we were busy every seven days a week till 11 o'clock at night mm. and then we had breakfast check at 6 a.m you can't be late to so in meetings till 11 and like you don't have time to get in trouble yeah like, you, you don't you know what i mean that was so, probably designed that way too wasn't it oh yeah absolutely yeah. you know you, you you don't have time so um yeah, just keeping them out of trouble. There's so there's so much value to sports. Like I, obviously, we love it because we're coaching it. You know, um, we don't want to just talk bad about it all the time. But yeah, I, I'm sitting here thinking about you know the, the primary audience here is church people. Is it churches? You know, like our church. Like as coaches, what can we be doing better to support the families and the kids, the coaches, 
because I, I think we agree sports are valuable they teach yep. all of these things like i honestly I, sports are sports are great teachers in all of these things that you're not going to find them other places in the way so like and you're like this is a question we didn't prepare for but is there something that you think we as pastors as a church as church members could be doing better to support and to just you know encourage you guys as coaches and teams and the players Surprise question. Yes, everyone Stumped loves a surprise question. Something that the pastors and, and leaders of the church could do better for the that, churches? Yeah, or even like saying? our church members, like, you know. Well, okay, you've got a pretty funny story, uh, if you can just vaguely share it, I, of I, a time when you were stepping into sports uh, as a referee. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought and that it was terrible. I and was terrible. Yeah, I, I was like, I played basketball in high school <laughs> at a small school where, you know, you can't get kicked off. There were no tryouts, right? And so I was like, hey, easy way to Baller. make money. I get to be in the community. Like, this seems yeah. like a win-win. Uh, and I, I w- not only was I bad, but people are mean. <laughs> Just a bunch of meanies, you know what I mean? Like, I had coaches. And it, no, I wasn't great. But at the same time, I was like, I cannot imagine yelling some of the things that were yelled at me. You know what I mean? Uh, and I saw something in the church the next Sunday. And that was, hey. You remember what you said? Because I remember I was like dreaming about what you were yelling at me. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I just remember being like, they're not being the picture of Christ. And like, maybe, maybe that's what we can be doing. Maybe it's, you know, not talking trash about, I don't want to be caught as a youth pastor, a youth group talking trash about sports. You know what I mean? Like, that's not where I want to be. Yeah. Just as we're having this conversation, that's one of the things that was it's coming up with. Make sure you, you understand that you're, Coaches are people too, and yet they're going to be <laughs> coaches, fallen and broken hashtag. like people, like yeah. uh, shocking. Uh, so watch what you say yeah. and what yeah. you yell. I feel uh, like there's tons of opportunities in our town, in our community, to volunteer. If mm. if you have something to say about a ref or a coach, <laughs> please go volunteer to coach a little kid's team. Mm. Yeah, Seriously, and see the stress that even comes along with a flag <laughs> football compl- team like you're – you're like scared to death out there. Like I better call the right plays or this dude over here is going to scream at me and they're going to think I'm terrible. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, one, you might be talented and be a good fit. And and if not, then you learn to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You'll just, you'll just understand a little bit better about the process of, you know, how much coaches actually care and go. It's just crazy because coaches really do care. I mean, the majority of them about their players and, and, I don't. I think people forget that a lot. Yeah, not like doing it for the paycheck. You want yeah. what's best for them. Yes, we're, like we're not out to get them. Again, maybe you wouldn't do it this way, but yeah. we're we're trying to set them up the best we can. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, be mature. Be mature about the way mm. you talk to us and to other yeah. people. And if there's an issue, go to the coach first. Mm. Number one, if uh, there's an issue with the kid, I think it's great. Parents need to teach their kids that they need to go to the coach first. You can tell the problem. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a Daniel Tiger song, <laughs> yeah. by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Typically, typically too, um, your high school coach is not doing it for the money. <laughs> I, sp- I, I was say still that putting all the up track stuff. <laughs> I'm still, trying to be uh, done with school, like, and I can't yeah, because br- people leave the mats off of the yeah. yeah. Okay, so break down the hours. Break like, down, like, like seriously, <laughs> break down the hours and like how much you get paid. It's I, did it, I did it for a football. They might quit time. if we do that for them. Okay, here, don't do it. I've done it many times. I didn't remind them. Like, hey, I'm not here for the money, man. I really can't. For like specifically, like a head football coach, right? Like, and you can look up. Most of their salaries are all public. Like, it's stuff you can go look up and see what they make and uh and then divide that total by the hours they put in 
It it is shamefully below. It is like equivalent to a waiter's salary. No, I think it's like we broke it down like a penny an hour or something. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Football coaches, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's hey, the people dumbest people thing. get paid to build iPhones in China for the same amount, so I don't know what we're upset about. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it's it not. Here. It's not for the money. I guarantee they're not coaching yeah. just for, just for the money. <laughs> okay, so uh, a lot of good stuff here, but as, as we've said before. There's a cost to coming on. Don't be an idiot. Mm. Uh, there's there's a cost. Like most times, you know, yes. we have to like beg and pay. It's people. heavy. But you know, you guys are so excited to be on here. Like you can come on if. <laughs> yeah. Are we the first guest? You're the second. Chris was in here second. before you. So uh, sorry about it. So uh, we would love to hear a don't be an idiot story. But really, what this mm. is is an mm. idiot Just story an from you. Story. Mm. It essentially, is what it is. It is what it is. It's, you know, who's going first? It they're just they're just looking at each other. <laughs> play like. All right, Dylan, yeah, oh. gentlemen first. He tried getting out of it with the dumpster story, but we're not counting that. No. Oh, yes, he already gave mine, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. You guys get two that stories. That was really that was a good story. You get so. two stories from me. All right, so awesome. I, um, I, when I was I was done playing football, and I was still young and athletic. Um, <laughs> so I'm already laughing. What? Like what, dude? That's my story. What are you now? That's my young, story. I'm, I'm that's young it. and athletic. That's yeah. it. That's it. Uh, Put the microphone down and walk no, it away. I'm me, young and athletic. Me and my wife were living in Kansas City. She was in she was in dental school at the time, mm-hmm. and um, you know we were working together at that time. Do what? We were working. together. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So, uh, I was part of a. Uh, this is the first competitive sport I did outside of football. Um, uh, kickball. So <laughs> I remember. So Dylan yeah. would roll in in the morning, and we'd be wor- yeah. we were working together, and he'd have kickball stories. Dude, and I'm would already just mad, like thinking about <laughs> it. Like, so, so let me just let me just say that I told him, I was like, I really don't know how to say this, but like, I was on a, a team full of dental students, and I'm like, man. <laughs> You got off the nerd squad. Yeah. Okay. That's a great way to put it. And thank so you for that. They did. So yeah, they went. They played college. Uh, ball so they could pay for their dental school. That's what you're saying? They, they, they put, weren't that yeah. kind of athlete. It'd be the opposite. Okay? <laughs> and it was yeah. very frustrating. So, so I took it super serious, man. I just couldn't. See. And I was talking should. to Andy the other day, and I was like, she's like, you were literally mad when we rolled up and when we left. <laughs> he, was, he was still mad the next yeah, morning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, forget about that's actually funny that I didn't even think of that, man. That's great. I'm glad I brought this story up. So I played pitcher because, like, this is the I, this has got to be the best place to, for me to play because nobody else is taking it serious. I can control, yeah, I can control what <laughs> goes on for the most part. And so this this girl on the other team goes up to to kick it, and I you know throw it down, and um, she kicks it like right to me. So I'm like. Part of me just wants to, like, beam this ball. You know, it's like one of those rubber, like, when you're playing golf balls. There's something about just throwing (laughs) it as hard as you can and just knocking somebody. See it, the ball imprinted on their face. Boom, and they just, you know, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'll just run over and tag her with the ball, you know, instead. The D1 line was going (laughs) to Man, I did not think that through. I feel so bad. I go running over there. I'm just like, here, just dink. I mean, wow. I mean, she's straight on her head, like. But actually, <laughs> actually, it was on her shoulder. Broke her collarbone. No. I swear. And she's like limping off, and her boyfriend's like taking her, like, we're going to the hospital. And I'm like, oh my goodness. You but the boyfriend's a dental student, so he's not, yeah, he's he, not he, fighting you. He's not going to do anything. No, really, I thought it was really like, I, like, I. Like I was doing it to not 
like hurt. Like, should have just thrown the ball. I should have just thrown it. You know, I'm just feel like into your primal impulse. Yeah. There. So it, it was. It was a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I think we still lost, but Don't so it was just a bad be night. An idiot. Hey, I played. Hey, I played one season competitive kickball, and I haven't played anything competitive since. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> The you have to come to our team camp volleyball tournament, <laughs> Shayla, where they get pretty competitive. Okay, no, our our, our basketball, that's about. Mm. Yeah, yes. He picks on me. That's what he does. Yeah, sometimes. I get to pick on Jay. That's the only reason I'll play. <laughs> yeah. All right, Shayla. <laughs> All of these sports, Sorry. there's got to be one bad We should have had you go first. <laughs> I mean, how embarrassing am I going to be here? <laughs> oh, lean in. Lean in. How many people are listening to this? That, I'm Nine. Nine. that is a good question. How many? And eight of them are Caleb's family. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Richardson clan. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, guys. I meant to ask you guys, how many are we going to be famous after this? Uh, I mean, absolutely. You're already famous. Uh, no. You played for Stop. KU. I mean, Stop. Come on. Stop. The, the football God. powerhouse. Stop. <laughs> the football oh, powerhouse. Okay. Let's my... go on with Shayla's yeah, story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you had to point it out before we started today um, when we ran our marathon. There may have been a guy with a sign that says, I mean, signs and marathons, by the way, are like, get you through the Like marathon. the best part of They're the marathon. the best part. They're hilarious and you need that. But some guys I did not know sign. this. Oh. So yeah. what, what are, can you tell me an example of a, a normal sign? Uh-huh. Or just, sorry. I, I, I remember I, one like, uh, I remember. it's like, why are you running? Nothing's chasing you. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. Okay. Like our, our, our sport is everyone else's punishment. Like the Kansas City one, there's somebody who, they put them in their yard, like every house had them and it was just oh, nice. fun. But office quotes, that was perfect. Yes, no, this, still, okay. this hill is still going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I, I'm sensing it now. So this guy's holding a sign that says something like, oh, you know, one in a hundred runners have pooped their pants. <laughs> And I had to, I had to point and give him the nod, and he was just cracking up. Because it was at mile had, twenty-two or yeah, something. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was over halfway through, and he was just cracking up at me that I had done it. Not that race, but yes, I, I, yeah. Have used the bathroom. I have used the bathroom. Yeah. And that's a it, normal runner. Dedication. 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 We're framing that I, as dedication. I actually try to normalize all, all the track kids are like, I don't know if I could, I might pee my pants. Like, just yeah, you're happens. not the first one. Yeah. <laughs> What happens? Sometimes you get really hot. You gotta have some cool you down. So just roll that, with it. It'd be body temperature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pulling up mar- marathon signs just just to show. Don't be them. an idiot. Oh, the <laughs> first one that popped up. One, one out, out of a hundred poop pair pants. pants. <laughs> Are you that one? <laughs> yes, I am. See, it's not that. It's not. Have you ever witnessed the one person uh, out of a hundred? Yeah, were you did, following anybody? Did did you ever you ever not that I noticed. Yeah, here's another one. Or Consider snow. this practice for when the zombies chase you. That's pretty good. Uh, I got 99 problems. Chafing ain't one. <laughs> yeah, mm. just funny things. So, uh, I'm going to share my idiot story just because it's, it's pretty bad and they all laughed at me. So I'm going to try to one-up Shayla's embarrassment. Please do. Mm. Uh, small school ball, just like Shayla and Dylan, mm. uh, except I had no talent. But I got to play because I went <laughs> to a small school. And you're 6'4". Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like uh, if you had someone, you legitimate if you had a girl that was 6'2", I oh, mean, that'd be, that'd be incredibly yes. tall for a girl, right? Why couldn't they be 6'4", Jake? Sure, 6'4". Uh, you're like, you're putting them there no matter what, because why? They're going to raise their hands and get every rebound. That's what's going to happen. So that's essentially what my coach did. Well, sometimes there's no coordination. Sometimes, sometimes. I did have that, the minimum amount of coordination to play basketball. Min- mi- so ninth grade, ninth grade year, I had a high-scoring game of my career at 24 Oof. points for our team <laughs> and four points for the other team. So... 
28 point game. Uh, <laughs> silly things happen in sports, man. So, so. I just don't understand like how you legi- did it twice. Like legitimately though, but it wasn't like you were That's ju- like almost impressive to do it twice. Like you were just yeah, but you were good. Like 24 <laughs> points. I had twenty. I had twenty four. You had twenty four. I can score a basketball, right? So, <laughs> but you still do that. Details have always been an issue for me <laughs> in my life. You know, typically, if you're scoring twenty four points, you're you're gonna know what. Like I, that's crazy. Yeah, that was the high score for our team that night too. Right. Was this a JV game or a varsity game? It was. Well, that's a good question. It would have been JV because that is ninth grade, and I wouldn't have started varsity. So yeah, it would have been JV. So it, the, the level of competition, I don't know why she did that to me. Like that's If that's the opposite of pumping tired, <laughs> did me dirty there. She flexed on you. She flexed on so, you hard. Well, I, but fascinating. Honestly, what I'm yeah. pulling from this is like, I just need like sports have a legitimate place. Yeah. In, in the Christian faith. And yeah. there's a lot of great things that sports can train and equip in, in young people in particular. Uh, but it can't be the foundation. It can't be the identity marker. It can be something that, Teaches a lot, yeah. trains a lot, uh, but as both these guys have been saying, uh, be in the word, trust it. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot, and that's all we got for today. Mm-hmm.